welcome to the Sancial Podcast, where we host interviews with the most transformational nurse scientists, innovators, entrepreneurs, and leaders. Through sharing their personal journeys, we create inspiration, provide guidance, and give you actionable ideas you can use to be a catalyst for change. So Jessica, thank you for joining us. I'm Mary Lou Ackerman. I'm the, one of the founders of Sanciel that was founded a couple of years ago now and has just been so exciting to be a part of this, this nursing innovation entrepreneurship team. Uh, and I'm also one of the co-hosts of the Sanciel podcast. So I appreciate you taking the time and spending it with us uh, over the next half hour. My real job, I'm vice president of innovation and digital health at SE Health, which is one of Canada's just social enterprises. We are provide services in home care, long-term care, First Nations communities, and all, all disciplines, all health disciplines. I've been uh, at SE Health for over 30 years, started as a nurse going from home to home, and then back and augmented uh, my nursing degree with the MBA and uh, really took an interest in innovation in health and digital health. So, so that's a little bit of my background. And uh, maybe you could tell us a little bit about who you are and your role. That would be great. Wonderful. Yes. And nice to meet you. Jess Smith-Amara. I am in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I've been a nurse for 12 years. I have worked in healthcare for more than 15 years, spanning nursing, quality improvement, and managed care operations. I'm a clinical program manager with Cohere Health. Cohere is a health IT company that drives collaboration, collaborative utilization management. Um, we work to align physicians and health plans on evidence-based care paths for really the patient's entire care journey. I am a board-certified nurse executive and certified professional in healthcare quality. I started my nursing career in pediatrics inpatients. So I worked uh, pediatric cardiac ICU, cardiac step down, and then worked for a couple of years as a float nurse, all in pediatric acute care. And then I took a detour over to managed care. So for mm. six years, I worked in the Medicaid and dual eligible Medicare base in insurance, working in quality improvement and care management as well. And have just recently started with Cohere Health and also still practice nursing at, at the bedside at my community hospital. So I, I do med surge uh, telemetry. Wow. And a little detour. Wow. I had a little detour in, in teaching as well. I love teaching. So I have a master's in nursing education and leadership and have um, taught in an adjunct capacity in pediatrics. Yeah. I love the way you use the word detour because I think that all of those different experiences that we gather along our nursing career and the journeys we take are really what helps drive forward some of the innovation and new ideas that we see surfacing in our profession. So good for you for, for testing different waters and taking all of that knowledge with you and then back into your, your new journey. So one of the questions I wanted to talk to you a little bit about was what really inspires you to work in sort of the healthcare environment? Oh, sure. You know, when I was really little, I wanted to be a librarian. I, and I'm still interested in that. I uh, love, love books, love reading, love learning. I have a twin sister and she would want to go outside and play. And I would say, well, you have to play library first. So 
I think that was my first love is, is learning. And then somewhere along the line, I became interested in probably as a teenager, became interested in really marginalized populations, vulnerable populations. I have a family that works in healthcare. My dad was a chiropractor, lots of nurses in my family. So I had some exposure there. And for quite some time, I, I really debated, do I want to pursue nursing or do I want to be a therapist? And at the time, I don't think I realized that the psych nursing specialty even existed, but I obviously chose nursing. And as you said, I've had had a good journey, worked in a lot of different areas, actually worked in psych as well. And, you know, I, I think what's great about the nursing side of healthcare is that you can explore so many different areas of interest. But for me, I think what really led me into nursing was this interest in helping vulnerable populations. And that, that's where I've spent the majority of my career, whether it was in pediatrics or even in managed care, working in that kind of public health population, health space with uh, the, the underserved and uh, Medicaid population. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Those are, those populations present some really unique challenges that, you know, when we look at things like diversity and health equity, and especially as we produce and create solutions, often those, what I call the, the fringe populations aren't addressed. And for some reasons, that's because the, you know, we, all, we tend to always go to the 80%, uh, use the 80% rule. We can make an impact on 80%, but there is this 20% of individuals who still require care and perhaps our solutions don't always meet their needs. And I've been really pleased to see though, an increase in attention to health equity as we create you know, new solutions and drive forward new programs in healthcare. So at what point in your career did you then recognize that you were an innovator? Oh, I love this question. So I would say my first nursing role, like I mentioned earlier, was in pediatric cardiac ICU. And I had a wonderful preceptor. And when I was first starting, I think my orientation was six months, but right out of the gate, my preceptor said to me, most new nurses or novice nurses really struggle sometimes to see the big picture and throughout their shift and their care delivery. Sometimes as a new nurse, they're, they're more focused on the small details, the tasks, making sure that all the tasks are complete. And she said, you know, you almost have the opposite problem. <laughs> You're very focused on this mm -hmm. big picture. And in that same role in the ICU, what I found was I got the most enjoyment out of my work, not just by taking care of patients and helping them, but I really loved the troubleshooting, the problem solving and the constant, you know, on your feet, critical thinking. I don't think that the word innovation or the concept of innovation was really in my vocabulary or maybe better said on my radar until I left the bedside mm -hmm. for a period of time actually and, and worked in managed care. And almost as soon as I started working in, in managed care in care management and clinical program design as a clinical design specialist, I realized, oh, this love of troubleshooting, of solutioning, this is this is innovation. And I was very excited by that. Mm -hmm. um, I think that is empowering just just knowing that. Yeah, that's a great description. And I think you're so right. Uh, when we talk about nurses as innovators, 
it's almost something that's built into their daily practice. You know, we know that they're constantly solving problems and what we call MacGyvering solutions because they don't always have the right tools at their fingertips. So I love that component. And I also love that you mentioned your preceptor. I think it is these leaders that we meet along the way that we we learn from and take some of their wisdom and guidance and, you know as we take on those next steps so it's about our formal learning but it's also really about our informal learning and experiences that we have along the way so great comments thank you uh, what has been some of the biggest challenges that you've had to face as in your roles as a innovator I think back to, I participated in the fall last year, 2021, in the Nurse Hack for Health Hackathon, sponsored and hosted by Sonseal and Johnson Johnson and Microsoft. That was an amazing, just an incredible, um, tons of energy experience. Mm -hmm. And I was able to, I knew I was joining the hackathon with a specific problem that I wanted to solve, which is really experienced nurses leaving the bedside or actually patient care delivery space to go into other settings, managed care, consulting, you name it for a variety of reasons. So that's the reason I joined the hackathon. I knew that was the problem, you know, that I wanted to ideate on and and solve for. Found my hackathon teammate who had come with a very similar problem. You know, she wanted to work on this concept of, you know, retired nurses and all of that expertise that kind of leaves the bedside. So through that hackathon experience, it was a little more formal. I learned even more about the design thinking process. It opened a lot of doors, met a lot of people, and I continue to work on that project. And the barrier that I found, at least initially, was that it can be a little, innovation can feel a little bit daunting. You know, it's it's overwhelming, especially if you're trying to solve for a big problem. My team was. And I, at some point, kind of landed on allowing three guiding principles to creep in to the design process for me. So the first was just knowing that you have to start somewhere. Second, I decided I wanted to grab the low-hanging fruit. And and third, I realized I'm just going to start with what I know. I'm going to start with using the process improvement tools that I know. And that took me very far. So I I would say Mm -hmm. for me, innovation barriers I've experienced are more around trying to solve for a big problem and just finding a way to not make that daunting, stay Mm -hmm. focused. And again, those were my guiding principles. You know, start with what I know, grab the low hanging fruit, and Mm -hmm. you just have to start somewhere. Right, right. And those are great guiding principles. And I think, you know, it takes a lot of courage to take on, especially the big problems. But I think even, you know, within a a big problem is also the result of many little problems as well. So I think, you know, your concept of the, let's grab the low hanging fruit and just start chipping away at this, knowing that at some point we will get some, we'll, we'll see some impact and, you know, it does take patience and perseverance for sure. So I, I love that right. approach and I love those uh, tips for, for people as they take this dip, start to dip their toe in the, into the water. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and I'll add one more thing, you know, where I landed, I, for my definition mm-hmm. phase of the design thinking process, it's an iterative process. I went back to the definition over and over because I do have a tendency to get excited and jump into mm-hmm. ideation. Mm-hmm. And I have literally probably half a notebook full of just ideas around this mm-hmm. 
problem of not not retaining nurses or not having lucrative enough opportunities for them. So again, iterative process went back to the define phase and what worked the best for me and really allowed me to get past that barrier of not knowing what solution to pick was I used the five whys tool, which I love. Mm -hmm. It's a very simple process improvement tool, just asking, you know, okay, what's the problem? Why does that happen? Why does that happen? Asking Mm -hmm. five times. And Mm -hmm. I ended up with really a rather large matrix, like you said, of all the little problems that add up to this one big problem. So a little plug there that that worked very well for me in design process. Yeah, I think, you know, finding your methodology that works is really important. And also building out a toolkit on how to do innovation and, you know, what tools to use at what point in that cycle that will work best for you. But yeah, I'm a big fan of the five whys as well. It really helps us to understand the problem, and then the opportunities. So yeah, that's great. I also love that you talked about the hackathon that you attended. I I attended the first one uh, that they had in person a couple of years ago that Sanciel hosted in person. And I have never felt as energized and optimistic and excited about the impact that nurses will have on transforming our health system after I left that two-day event. And although we've had to have, to have virtual ones the last couple of years, I have even found those great opportunities for for nurses. So thank you for for, um, attending that and joining us. Yeah, wonderful. So how, um, aside from the hackathon, how else has Sanciel helped you with your journey? I just recently joined officially as a member. So really excited Mm. to start that journey. I know that what I'm looking forward to is I know that it's a large network that all have common common goals of advancing the nursing profession. And number two, they they have a lot of available resources. You know, on their website, we've got all of our podcasts. They have information on the design thinking process. All of the same trainings are available on their website that folks attend in order to participate in the in the hackathon. So really looking forward to meeting even more folks. I met a ton of folks during the hackathon that opened a lot of doors, but I think Sanciel is a good place to network to open those doors and Mm -hmm. um, get uh, additional resources. Yeah, we're really, we're, we're really excited about all of the members, all the members we have and the expertise that they bring and the experience they bring, you know, some more than others. But also what's nice about that is all the different perspectives from nurses who are just tipping their toes into innovation and entrepreneurship versus those who've been in it for a long time. We learn from each other all the time. And we're, we're really excited now that hopefully we're through this, you know, we're in the endemic stage now and we can start to get back together in person because I think building those relationships is, is really key. It does happen virtually and we have had incredible growth in our membership over the last couple of years, but I hope you can attend, you know, some of the in-person events as they start to unfold over the next uh, year or two, because you'll, you'll really enjoy those. So what are you most excited about with innovation and in nursing and science, those sorts of things? I think what I'm most excited about at the moment is that nursing is one of the largest workforces. So we're the largest sub workforce within healthcare, the fifth largest in the country. And I think we're all seeing this kind of pivotal moment where nursing has a platform. And I think we are realizing that we we are an enormous workforce. We, We do have the upper hand in the fact that we have the 
skill set and the tools that we need to be able to get some of the things that we're asking for, you know, in terms of care delivery, safe patient ratios. Mm -hmm. And I think that excitement is very exciting. feels like everybody knows now is the moment for nurses to innovate. Yes, for sure. I think, you know, the last couple of years in particular have been really a great learning experience for the healthcare system around the importance of the role of the nurse and all the innovation, just, you know, bedside innovation that's had to happen over the couple of years to service clients in unknown situations. You know, remember when COVID first hit, some of the stories we heard about people jerry-rigging isolation event, isolation tents or isolation opportunities, because it, we still weren't sure about how it was transmitted and stuff like that. And all, all through just maintaining a workforce that was worked incredibly hard to keep, you know, patients safe and, and uh, as well as they could be and ensure that they had a good healthcare experience. So yeah, it's, it is an exciting time. I like the way you use the word platform. I think it's nurses are joining together and supporting each other and encouraging each other. So uh, part of, you know, Sancel's role is to amplify the voice of the nurse and make sure that they are heard as new solutions are surfacing. If they're not driving them forward themselves, they should be at the tables of the organizations or companies that are driving and creating uh, these solutions to help transform health. So I think it's a really exciting time for, for healthcare and, uh, and for nurses, for sure. What would be one thing that you would like to leave the audience with today? I think just to touch on how we kind of opened this segment that nurses have the opportunity to work in almost any space. And, you know, my experience has been working in several different areas, leaving bedside nursing and then actually coming back. I, I would say my message would be keep, keep an open mind. If there is an area that you want to work in, go for it, but don't feel like doors are closing as you leave one area and go to the next. So that's been really a huge eye-opener for me. Like I said, away from the bedside for six years, wanted to go back for quite a long time. There were a couple of things holding me back. I was afraid that I would have to work night shift, um, that I wouldn't Mm. be able to balance things. And none of that has proven to be true. Mm. I've lucked out. I have two great employers and I'm able to balance things between Monday through Friday role and also working at the bedside. But I think my big lesson learned and what I want to share with people when I left clinical care delivery, it really felt like a door closed. And I remember being very disappointed that that door had to close, that I needed additional opportunities. I was looking for growth in new areas. And what I've realized years later is that the door doesn't close. And returning to bedside nursing, whether it's, you know, full-time, part-time, per diem, casual, really is like riding a bike. And I think the more hats you can wear, the better off you will be in terms of what you can offer in your current roles. And, and also the better off you'll be, you'll have more perspective to participate in innovation well. So I think uh, for me, it's all about perspective, wearing as many hats as you can and, and knowing that um, those doors don't necessarily close. Yeah. I love that. I think because I, I think that's probably a common feeling that when you are making that choice to leave the bedside, 
you know, how comfortable will you be to come back? So those are really wise words to share with people because we, we do know that part of the reason why it's so important for nurses to be involved in innovation is because they are at the bedside. They have that closest relationship with the, with the patient and their family. And they're, they are the ones who can, you know, really help us shape those new experiences like as they come out. So either combining roles or within your own role as a bedside nurse, participating in innovation, innovative activities or health transformation activities, those sorts of things are really important. So there's many, many ways that uh, nurses can provide some leadership in this space. Absolutely. And and one more thing, concept that I, I guess I would leave in parting. I do believe, you know, we talked about this being really a pivotal moment in healthcare and in nursing. I believe now is the, is the time that we have an opportunity to really articulate or re-articulate maybe what it is that that nurses do. And I think that is also related to having all those different perspectives, working in different areas, returning to the bedside if you've left. But it, yeah, what, what I see is that we sometimes nurses themselves actually struggle to articulate what nursing is, what it is that we do. Even our, our, our colleagues, our counterparts sometimes struggle to articulate what that is. And what I'm working on post-hackathon, um, just continuing that work, is really building a, I want to build a, a toolkit and a business case for nurses to help them better articulate what it is that they're doing in their role and how to, with a value proposition, maybe even a return on investment proposition to show a, a business case for what it is that they, they need in their in their role, whether it's different staffing arrangements, different workflows, potentially job description changes. But that's a major focus right now. And I think I happily, it is something that people are really thinking about is how do we better articulate nursing and the value proposition for nursing. Wow, great. Well, that's a big undertaking because it is such a vast profession with all kinds of different opportunities within it, which is one of the reasons why it's such a wonderful profession too. So I think lots of opportunity there and I wish you all the best with that for sure. And I wanted to thank you for joining us today, Jessica, and sharing your insights and your wisdom. It was just great talking with you and hopefully we'll see you at the next Sanseal meetup. Absolutely, thank you. Wonderful chatting. Thanks for tuning in to the Sancial podcast. If today's podcast inspired you, we invite you to join our tribe or support our mission by visiting us at sancial.org. That's S-O-N-S-I-E-L.org. org.